Welcome to the study of God's Word, recorded live from Calvary Chapel in Aurora, Colorado. To learn more about the many resources available through Abounding Grace Media, visit us online at calvaryaurora.org or download our free app on all platforms. And now, let's open our Bibles and study God's Word. Can you turn to the book of Exodus, chapter 17, please? We'll be focusing on uh, seven verses, one through seven, uh, concerning uh, the children of Israel and, and what the Lord has done for them. The Lord gave me that uh, title, How Important Is Your Prayer Time? That's a question that I, I wish that each of us would ask ourselves this evening as we get into God's word. How important is our prayer time? And you guys know I, I've been blessed and, and, and just, uh, man, humbled to oversee uh, our prayer ministry right now. And, uh, and, and, and from the lens that I look to, uh, and, and, and please don't take this personal, but God's church is in need of more prayer. But before God's church is in need for more prayer, our prayer closets in our home need to be occupied. Amen? It is going to be like in the locker room when the team's down by 15 or 20. And the coach tries to lift up his players, and, and he'll probably say, if we're down by 20, hey, if we can just get, down, get the 10 points at halftime, we'll be okay. And, and so as I, as, I, as I speak the way God wants me to speak, if we could just get to the halftime, we'll be okay. If he gives us strength to receive his word, we'll be just fine. So I asked you to, to, to just ask the Lord to give you a soft heart to receive his word tonight, church. Amen? I, uh, I'm just going to read it, and then we'll just take time and, and, and look at uh, some of the things that stands out. The word of God says in Exodus 17, I'll be reading from 1 through 7, then... All the congregation of the children of Israel set out on their journey from the wilderness of sin, according to the commandments of the Lord, and camped in, and camped in Raphidim. But, except there was no water for the people to drink. So, so there's a problem right there. Therefore, the people contended. In other words, they struggled with Moses and said, give us water that we may drink. And so Moses said to them, and, and, and this is a good question, why do you contend with me, question mark? Why do you tempt the Lord? I just want to pause right there, guys, and can you turn to the left? Turn to the left to Exodus 14, last two verses, and I want to share something with you uh, relating to the question that Moses asked, why do you contend with me? 
Why, why was that? Uh, certainly the Lord had done a good work for the people of Israel. But sometimes when there's a good work in our lives, we have a tendency to, oh, I forgot about that. And so here, here in, in Exodus 14, verses 30 and 31, let me share this. So the Lord saved Israel that day out of the hands of the Egyptians. You know, you remember that, guys. You remember what went down. He saved them out of the hand of the Egyptians. And Israel saw the Egyptians. They saw the enemy who had did them a job dead on the seashore. Thus, Israel saw the great work which the Lord had done in Egypt. They saw this. They saw what happened. And so the people feared the Lord. The word, the word says that the, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of, of wisdom and knowledge. So the people saw what the Lord had done and they feared him. And check this out. They believed the Lord and his servant Moses. You see, uh, God had already been established. We just have to pay attention to the things that he's done in our life as we move forward. He's already saved us from certain trials and tribulations that we still wonder how we got out of it. But sometimes we, get a, we have a tendency to forget. We do. And I think it's just human nature. It could be pride. Who knows what it may be? It could be the tool of the enemy. But the fact still stands that he had showed them how great he was. And they had a tendency to forget. Back in chapter 17, after Moses is asked a question, the people and the people thirst for water. Quite naturally, we all get thirsty. And the people complained against Moses and said, why is it you brought us out of Egypt? Now, you guys know what happened in Egypt. You know, you know the troubles that the Israelites faced. But here they're saying things were okay back then. In other words, let's move into the 2021 century, right? Let's, let's move to that year and say, well, you know, you saved me from alcohol, right? But I still think I need another drink. You, you stopped me from smoking weed, but for some reason I still want to go back there and visit it. And they knew that they didn't have any more, uh, they didn't have a reason to go back there, but they wanted to say, you know, Moses, just following you isn't as good as it was when I was in slavery. Amen? That's the way it looks. And so the people thirsted there for water. They complained. They asked, why is it you have brought us out of Egypt to kill us and our children and our livestock and, and thirst? Check this out. So Moses cried out to the Lord saying, what shall I do with this people? They are all ready to stone me. They are ready to stone me. They're ready to take them out. And the Lord said to Moses, go on before the people and take with you some of the elders of Israel 
Also take in your hand your rod with which you struck the river and go. Behold, I will stand before you. There on the rock in Harib, and you should strike the rock, and water will come out of it, that the people may drink. And Moses did so in the sight of the elders of, of Israel. And so he called the name of the place Massa and Meribah, because of the contention of the children of Israel, and because they tempted, they did what? They tempted the Lord, saying, is the Lord among us or not? In other words, there was doubt. I, I looked at that, um, that first verse, and it said that they set out according to the commandments of the Lord. And, and I, I, when I took you to that uh, Exodus 14, uh, they set out faithfully knowing that if he's taken us this far, He'll take us further. When we set out a move into the wilderness, uh, we should be ready to enter a place of separation. It may be a time of loneliness, a time of worrying, a time of being weak. We enter into a place where God reveals himself to us as we set out. But in order to be there, to, in order to enter into that place, the one thing that we must do that's very important, and it may sound complicated, but it's not, is that the first thing we have to do is we need to know who God is in our lives. You see, when we're weak, when we're, when we're lukewarm, he said, that's not going to cut. I, I believe the word said that he would spew you. He would spew me out of his mouth. If I'm weak, if I'm lukewarm. And so we need to be focused on him. We need to come to the cross and ask him to either recommit or come into our lives. That way, we can follow him. Amen? You guys don't sound like you're with me, man. Y'all know I have a little background where I don't mind amens. I just don't mind it. It just means that we're all in agreement. Amen? That's what I'm talking about. You know, uh, Another thing that came to my heart, mm. but there was no water for the people to drink. No water. Which means that the people of Israel faced a trial. Uh -uh. That no water in our lives uh, it could be anything. I, I'm a little heavy for our brothers and sisters in Boulder right now. But I could move back to Georgia and just keep going, right? Because I'm sure that there's a time right now 
when, when families are waking up, when communities are waking up, and they're in need of water, the spiritual water of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We're thirsty tonight, church, right? And we're in need of water. But, but did you notice The question comes up is how important is our prayer time? You see, when we're in need of water, are we complaining? Are we complaining to man or are we crying out to the Lord? May bless you. I, would you like for me to say that again? Are we talking to the man, right? Or are we talking to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ? I believe that's where the Israelites got hung up right there. They, they forgot who they needed to talk to. I made a note that prayer is personal. Who we are in our prayer rooms, who we are behind our closed doors, that's who we are. In other words, if I said I'm going to go into prayer, but I never get around to it, I'm going to be that person when I'm out in the wilderness. But when I'm in prayer and I'm trusting and leaning on the Lord, that's the man or woman we're going to be because we've made ourselves available and we prepare for the trials that are up ahead. Will there be trials in our lives? Yes, I certainly will. We're facing trials right now. We face trials just to get here tonight. And, and we thank God for that. I asked a question to myself because the word ministers to me before I even can say anything to you. How will we react when there is no water? When there's a need for water in our homes, who are we going to talk to? Are, are we going to be ready to close our doors and, and spend time uh, worshiping to the Lord, opening up our Bibles, joining the church in prayer, serving the church, asking, how can I be a part of this ministry right here? Or are we just going to completely die of thirst? For some reason, our prayer time is the first thing to go. I don't know why, but it's the first thing that goes. And when we face trials, when our backs are against the walls, we just can't afford to abandon our personal times of devotion and prayer. It's as precious as silver and gold, guys especially in the times that we're living. Uh, I, I, uh, I, I really love to uh, explore. Uh, I, I love finding old books of old pastors that were all about prayer. And, and I, I found a book by a gentleman. I had heard about him, but his books are hard to come by. And his name is uh, Armin Gesswein. And he was very instrumental in uh, Billy Graham. He, he met Billy Graham in 1949 
when, 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 when Mr. Graham, Pastor Graham was first coming on the scene. And uh, he was one of the men that prayed over uh, Pastor Graham before his first crusade in California. But, but here's, here's something I wanted to share from you that he said way back, way back, when he was 90 years old. Prayer is not everything, but everything is by prayer. Prayer is not everything, but everything in the work of God is by prayer. And finally, everything that we put our hearts to should be bathed in prayer. Otherwise, we are saying it can be done by man and not by God. I suspect that that was probably the attitude of the Israelites when they went to Moses and said, what's going on? You know, I was, uh, I loved to ride my bike and uh, I was, I was taking a ride and I was waiting to come across, uh, still over by, uh, in the middle of the city. I was waiting to cross uh, um, Colorado Boulevard and, and uh, you know, back in the day we used to say, what happened? What's happening? You know, like, what's happening, Will? We used to say that. But for some reason, when I stopped and I was waiting on traffic, I said, what happened? What happened? And what happened? Just what happened? Not what's happening, but what happened? Uh, that's a good question that we should ask ourselves. And, 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 and did our attitudes change? toward prayer. It's just a question that we should take to our prayer closets and to our Bibles and, and ask, Lord, would you bring us back? Uh, would you make a U-turn in my life? You know, me being, uh, I, I worked for UPS and uh, I, I just remember being like, I was, I was blessed to get out with uh, safe driving for 30 years, and, and uh, we always were cautions in those big trucks that we had. But to make a U-turn means that I, I made a mistake and I needed to go back. And, and that's perhaps what God is calling us to do in our prayer lives, in, in serving the Lord with all of our hearts is to make that U-turn back to the foot of the cross. Mm. So Moses said to them, why do you contend with me? Why do you tempt the Lord? Another word for contend is why do you struggle why do you grapple? Why do you argue with me? Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, one of my life verses, trust in the Lord with all of our hearts and lean not on our own understanding. Why do you grapple with me? In all of our ways, acknowledge him and he will direct our paths. Why do you grapple with me? Moses said that. 
Why do you test the Lord? Lean on the Lord. You know, when, when Moses cried out, that was a prayer. And, and, and check his prayer out. It wasn't complicated. And, and sometimes we need to stay close to the simple prayer. His prayer was, what should I do with these people? He cried out to the Lord saying, what should I do with these people? They are almost ready to stone me. I wrote, we are all capable of doing the same things. Other replacements can easily take the place of our prayer time. Again, that title comes to my heart. How important is our prayer time? And when we, when we think about the word important, is I, I have a 10 o'clock appointment and what? I've got to be there. That's how important our time of prayer must be, guys. I mean, I'm not trying to be the prayer police or nothing. Don't get me wrong. But I, I, I'm, I'm here to encourage you and, to, and encourage God's church with a capital C, not just this fellowship. But can you imagine what, our, what his church would look like, what his bride would look like in unison if every church was in prayer? It'd be an awful beautiful picture. I am going to go a step further. For those who live on a side of town that don't look like you, right? Or I'm getting in somebody's business now, right? They don't look like you. They don't speak like you, right? But they hurt like you. How cool would that be for us to go over and say, well, how can I pray for you? Out of love. Out of generosity. I would appreciate it. Amen? Like I said, if we can just get to 10 points, right? We can cut the lead down. We're down by 20. But right now, we, we've cut the lead. We've accepted some of the things that we need to do. And the coach is gaining confidence in us. And we're running. We're running the race. And we're in shape because of the wind sprints, because of the condition of hearing God's word. We just need to put in the fundamentals that he's taught us back into action. Amen? Amen. We give that clap to the Lord for moving upon our hearts. Church, can you turn to uh, Philippians 4 right quick? Uh, as Pastor Ed would say, we haven't turned much tonight. And I promised myself for he and the pastors that I would turn at least twice, if not three times. Y'all there? I'm almost done, guys. Don't worry. 
I'm going to read something to you. Uh, I, I read that we're all capable of doing the same thing, right? Doing what? Uh, crying out to Moses instead of the Lord. I, I wanted to give you something, and I'll read it to you. Philippians 4, verse 6 and 7. Please, be anxious for nothing. Right? I, I really want you to pay attention to this. But in everything, man, everything, Help me, Lord. By prayer and supplications, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. Everything, guys. Hey, my, my, my son's going sideways, and I don't know what he's going to do. I haven't seen my daughter for months. I haven't seen my daughter for years. I, I, my marriage is, is on the rocks. I could have a divorce anytime. My wife went and saw a lawyer. My kids were raised in Christian school. Everything. Somebody got it over there. Everything, guys, to God in prayer. And, and check this out. Check the other part. He said, let your re request be made known to God, verse 7, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. That's powerful, man. I, our God is able. Moses prayed, he listened, and he obeyed. I, I'll, I'll turn to this for you, just for the sake of time. Jeremiah 29, 12. Like, what do you mean? He, uh, he prayed, he listened, and he obeyed. I, I just want to read this to you. 29, 12, Jeremiah. The word says, then you will call upon me, capital M-E, and pray to me, again, capitalized, and I, capitalized, will listen to you. I didn't say that. God said that. And you will seek me and find me when you search with me, search for me with all your heart. Thank you, Lord. And so, as a result of Moses speaking to the Lord, and what did the Lord do? And, and the word says, verse 5, he said, And the Lord said to Moses, the Lord spoke back. He says, go before the people. And You know, let, let's just say we had to go before the people who were watching to see what we were going to do, what our faith looked like. 
right? They're checking us out to see if we are really living the way we say we believe. So he told Moses to do that. And take with you some of the elders. That is to say, if this front row, one had to go, then they're going to go with them. Just to be a witness. Just in case it needs to be more than one person to pray. One person to to demonstrate how great your God is. He says, also take in your hand your rod with which you struck the river. Remember that. And go. He says, go. Don't hang around. I told you what to do. If you need a job and you, and you have a resume, then go. Then send it. Don't think that just because you prayed and then sat that I'm going to answer your prayer. There needs to be some action after we have spoke to the Lord. Whatever that may be. Whatever that may be. We're down to five now, guys. Five points, and we're going to catch them. For those of you who love the game, I know I got some, some athletes out here. I still, I, uh, as a young man uh, in our high school ministry, and I, I kid him that I said, I still think I'm the best ball player that I was when I was in my 20s, right here. And right here. And as long as I feel like that, you don't have to give me the ball. It makes them laugh. It makes me laugh too because I've been on the court at my age. I know what I look like. <laughs> Amen. You know, the Lord said, Behold, I stand before you. He does, He stands before us. He says, They're on the rock in Harib. He told him to go and strike the rock. He says, and water will come out of it that the people may drink. In other words, his prayer has been answered, and he has obeyed. And Moses did so in the sight of the elders of Israel. So he called the name of the place Massa and Meribah because of the contention of the children of Israel and because they tempted the Lord, saying, guys, get this, is the Lord among us or not? In closing, the word master means testing. We're all gonna, we're gonna enter a test of some kind. But Meribah means to quarrel, to contest. We need to stay away from that. How important is our prayer time will determine if we dispute or complain. My encouragement to you tonight, erase any doubt from our heart today, Lord. We cannot afford to question if the Lord is among us or not. God is able, God is capable, and he has delivered us from many trials. Trust him. Guys, uh, we're going to be closing, and uh, Pastor Ian and uh, A.B. can come up. Uh, I just want to invite you, uh, number one, if, if you don't know the Lord, then in your first, uh, I don't, I don't want to say duty, but it, you should come. 
And, and you know, I, I, don't, I don't, I'm just not into the guilt thing. But if you need the Lord in your life, I, I don't want you to get into the car and, and then say, you know what, I should have did it this time. For me, it was several times that I would sit in chairs like you are and I would talk myself out of giving my life to the Lord until I reached rock bottom. I don't think that coming to the Lord should be a 911 call. You should just come as you are. Then secondly, if there's a lack of prayer in your life, I, I believe that, I know that there are going to be men and women here to pray with you. And, and, and just be upfront and honest. Lord, hey, I just need to get my prayer life back. The enemy comes to kill and steal and destroy. Guys, I want you to know that when we, when we use that word kill, think about it not as a physical death, but he wants our spiritual lives as well. He wants to take us out. And so tonight we offer that invitation to you. Let me close in prayer. Lord, we thank you for this evening. Uh, we thank you, Heavenly Father, for the moving of your spirit upon all of us. Uh, and Lord, we ask that you would continue the work that you started in this place. And we give you the praise and the honor and the glory for all things. In Jesus' name, amen. We pray that you've been encouraged by this Bible study delivered live from the sanctuary of Calvary Aurora. For prayer or a copy of this study, call us at 877-30-GRACE. That's 877-304-7223. Or visit us online at calvaryaurora.org. Be blessed as you worship Jesus this week.